0: welcome to secure podcast i hope you can all feel my soul radiating through these frequencies see you all on the other side hello everybody welcome back this is episode three on the crown of a mom series yes today we are going to be speaking to Carmen Baldassar such a ray of sunlight and it really does fill my life with A lot more happiness every time I am around her she's full of energy very loving and I love her she is amazing strong and magical so today we are going to speak a little bit about an experience that she went through earlier this year and because of that I also want to let you all know that we will be continuing that trigger warning that I delivered to you guys via the first episode on this series So we will be speaking about miscarriage again today. Just a heads up for everybody who feels like they might not be ready for it. So we will be touching that subject again today. Carmen Baltazar is the woman behind the brand The East LA Girl. She is also working on a few projects that revolve around community, bringing women together, developing new friendships, and supporting each other to progress in whatever field or area we are trying to do. So stay tuned for the end of this episode where she will be speaking a little bit more about those projects that she has coming up. Also, I will be putting all of her information in the show notes for today. Again, a big thank you to everybody who's still listening, still with us. And thank you. Thank you all for sharing your love, your space, your magic, and your power with me on Secure Podcast.
1: Going on four years and this entire time even when we first got married it was like we were saying to each other that we're trying but not trying and when I say trying but not trying I'm referring to like conceiving after a year of trying but not trying we were like okay something is off something's not right and so During that time, I was finding out that I was actually struggling with health issues. So, started off finding out that I had H. pylori. So, we tried but not tried and then, but it was kind of like a blessing in disguise, you know. Thinking back now, I realized I needed to go through that to find out what was going on with me. They gave me antibiotics which which actually killed all my good infection, my good bacteria. So I went through a lot of struggles with that, yeast infections, things like that. Never in my mind did it occur to like, oh, what if something's going on outside of this? But what really occurred to me was, you know what? I just really need to figure out what's wrong with my body right now. And I don't mean like the external part of it. I meant internally because I was feeling a lot of fatigue. I was feeling a lot of just inside of me. It felt like I wasn't myself. But what I was focusing on was just how am I feeling and what do I need to be consuming in order to feel better and so it was a journey of like two years until I finally got rid of h pylori and it was all natural what basically it came down to was just eating better carbs were very limited if I did have carbs it was like quinoa Mm -hmm. (laughs) and things like Mm that um a lot of iron and things no so I mean as you can tell like just Even from becoming an online fitness coach, I did also do a lot of research for myself and I'm able to guide other women that are going through the same thing to be able to like, and also give them that motivation. Like if you feel something's wrong, you know, follow it and try to find a solution. Cause just like how they say that there's a, if there's a problem, there's always gonna be a solution. January 28th, 2019. Today I got my first ever positive pregnancy test. I don't know if, no, this is real. God heard me, he knows we need this baby more than ever and more than he needs us, but we will fulfill all his needs. Um, So after three years of trying, uh, we finally got a confirmation that we can conceive. So on January 26th was when I started to feel something, something was going on with me. And I, I, it was the day that I went to the Women Empowerment Expo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was a day into my period, or so I thought. And I went to the restroom several times. I'm like, I'm supposed to be on my period. I mean, I did bleed a little bit, but I didn't necessarily have like a normal period. It kind of went on for one day, like the day before, mm-hmm. and then the next day was like nothing. <laughs> Sunday came around, nothing. And then, but I had the cramps. So I was like, it's probably just my period acting up. I'm probably super stressed out right now. I need to just let it happen. But then, bam, it just came to my mind. Take a pregnancy test. You need to check now. Mm -hmm. So I did, and I got a positive test. And I was like, no fucking way. There's no way it's positive. I was like fighting it, fighting it. Mm -hmm. I called my husband and I tell him, I was like, Holy shit, it's it's happening. And we were both very, I would say him and I, we were both very like lost. In the moment of finding out that positive test, it was like, what now? So yeah, January 28th is when we found out that we were pregnant and the whole experience, the whole time I was pregnant, and I almost did the quotation marks because I to me it still doesn't feel real. Oh, no. So I felt horrible, horrible. Um, I actually wrote to our baby every day. I have a planner that my mom gave me for Christmas. And every day I wrote to that baby, baby, you're in there. Hold on. I don't know what's going to happen. Just hold on. And I hope I get to meet you. But it was all about hope. It was all about you know, today how did it go? I was stressed out. I'm sorry, babe. I wasn't, I wasn't really controlling my emotions. But I hope you're doing okay. Every day I wrote to him or her. So I ended up going onto the Chinese predictor, and I, you know, it tells it asks you when to put when you conceived or yeah, like whenever it was, and um, your age. And so I put that in there, and it would have been a girl. It says that's what it said. Sunday, February 3rd, 2019. Today, your dad and I went to have a bomb.com breakfast, and today, your abuelito was advised that you're on the way. (laughs) That's so sweet. The whole time, um, him and I were not in sync, by the way, at all. And at least from my perspective, maybe he could agree, maybe he won't agree, but... In my perspective, I did not feel any connection. I did not feel like we were in sync in anything that we were doing. Um, And when you say that, you mean like you guys were on different pages, you guys were talking? We were fighting a lot. We were fighting a lot. um, During the pregnancy. During the pregnancy. Uh, I was told by several people that I felt like I trusted. They kept telling me, go on bed rest. Go on bed rest. Just, you need to relax. You need to do that. And if I even took five minutes to lay down I felt like his stairs would just tell me get your ass up and that to me was like I should not be laying down right now so I fought a lot of my intuition during that time I didn't listen I really didn't listen because I was going based off of like what does my husband suggest I do things like that and I'm not saying he's not a bad person obviously he's yeah. not he's actually to me like the most wonderful person that I know and but I think he wasn't himself either. Um. So, and
0: do you think that at that time he was feeling nervous because you guys have been trying for Absolutely. so long, or was it something from before? Like, was this a, a kind of like a bumpy road, part of the road for you guys already? And I then think he was nervous.
1: Pregnancy? I think he was nervous. But somebody said something to me. Um, I don't even know how that conversation came up, but basically they told me. Maybe he got, he went straight into provider mode because what was happening is that he was spending a lot of time working, a lot of time on his computer, a lot of time just, you know, trying to figure out ways, you know, bills and things like that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. He probably did get into provider mode. A lot of things went on, but just to keep it like short, I just feel like him and I, we weren't communicating as far as like how each other, we felt on our own, like just telling each other how we felt. We weren't doing that, so I we did we did talk about it later. After we we said, Hey, you know, we really need to communicate better and we need to understand each other better because it was a lot of me, 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 and not we, we, we. And so the miscarriage happened on February 28th, so it was like I found out January 28th, so like a good month in, Mm but uh, when I When I took the pregnancy test, I believe they said I was like three weeks. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely too soon.
0: Monday, February 4th, 2019. Today was a pretty good day. I'm so happy I worked out this morning. Today I had minimal brown spotting. Your aunts and uncles know that you are coming. My sweet baby, thank you for giving me strength. Thank you for giving me purpose. I pray that you continue to grow into a healthy baby girl or boy. I love you my baby.
1: The day of the miscarriage, I like it's very vivid, vivid in my mind, but I don't feel pain. I don't feel pain talking about it and I don't feel sad about it. Maybe it's because I've already I've already spent some time just trying to accept it, mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't bring me too much bitterness, like how I imagined it to be. Mm-hmm. So the day of the mis- so the the day of the miscarriage, what ended up happening was my period came. My period came and heavier than ever. Um, I remember we went into the hospital and, you know, the usual thing is they have your weight, you know, they do some lab tests and they have you weigh, and basically, they check your hormone levels. We had gone two days prior to that, so they already had something to refer to to see if my hormone levels have dropped. And basically, I already knew it. I already know, like, it's, yeah, like. it's happening. Yeah. Saturday, February 9th, 2019. Today I saw my chiropractor. She gave us drops to help make sure my uterus uterus gets strong. To me, our baby came into our life to serve us as a confirmation that you're, you're going to be parents. You're going to be parents. Um, We did name her. We did. Uh, <laughs> he did his own grieving process. I also did my own grieving process. I basically, I imagine God being right next to my daughter. And when I see my daughter, I imagine this like just like her mom, maybe just outspoken little brat <laughs> and personality like her dad. I, She's in a good place and she's, she's not being lazy and she's doing what she has to do and serving others. Cause that's what I hope our future children to be. I don't want my kids to ever think that the world revolves around them. I want them to be, uh, workers in society as far as like, you know, tapping into people's hearts and If they see someone down, give them a smile. If they see someone struggling, give them a hand. Like, That's what I imagine them being. So I imagine uh, her name is Marina. So I imagine Marina being a good girl and just kind of like, you know, serving. Serving because that's ultimately I feel like in this life, that's what we're here to do. So she's serving her time over there in heaven, you know. What was it that led you guys to name her? Interesting. <laughs> it was so I'm more into zodiac signs and all of that, like horoscopes, but for some reason my husband was the his grieving process was to look up day that we lost her. For him that was her birthday. Okay. So he looked up and it was a Pisces. Mm-hmm. So Pisces is like a water mm-hmm. um it's water sign. And the name Marina to me was like it's a water sign name so we both literally were like yeah that's her name I remember that day because we talked about it right outside of Little Caesars right there in Cesar Chavez <laughs> romantic places we were, around LA guys We were, in front of C- <laughs> Little,
0: Little Caesars Caesar. on Caesar Chavez I mean <laughs> you have no idea how much we love Little Caesars
1: <laughs> oh my god Sunday February 10th 2019 Today I worked out on the elliptical, but I took it easy. I'm praying you're doing good, my love. I love you. God knows what He's doing with us, but um, so what made us name her was two things. Uh, one, I had one of my one of my cousins. She's out in Colorado. Uh, she. Her and I her and I were actually pregnant together, so she's currently pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. And she she's been thinking of me, I guess, and so she was trying to find a way to help me out through the grieving process. And she sent me a video and it basically instructed a mo- mother that lost to to allow yourself to feel mm-hmm. uh, a lot and just basically reminds you like that there's nothing you could have done to avoid it there's nothing you didn't do anything wrong don't blame yourself type of thing and then the first step they said the first step is to name it and grieve it and give it the honor it deserves because at the end of the day like it it tapped into our lives for a reason so we need to give it a name
0: yeah
1: yeah and so after that i actually i don't know I feel like the name just kind of came to me very naturally but after that I told my husband what if we name her and then he was like yeah I was actually thinking about that that yes I was thinking like it should be a water element like (laughs) type of thing (laughs) so I mean it was like we both I'll be honest with you after the miscarriage we didn't we were both very quiet um we both would just come home like yes we were Like, checking in on each other. How are you doing? How are you feeling? That was the nice thing. It's like we were starting to get back into our routine of, you know, checking in with each other. But before that, like, before we started naming our our baby, we both had said, why don't we feel bad? Why don't we feel like we lost anything? And it's evident to us now that we didn't lose anything. We actually gained a lot more than we lost. Tuesday February 5th 2019. I am grateful for the extra hour of sleep because the time changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was spotting toward the end of the day but I am not going to worry. my dear baby, I hope you are getting comfortable. I love you so much. I'm going to I'm going to get calm for you. For this I feel like those that want to listen, Will, will hear this and those that feel like they relate with it will feel some sort of whatever they want to feel right but at the end of the day they're still feelings and so I, I like I told you I don't know if I'll ever put it out there but I feel very happy being able to talk about it in a space that is going to value it
0: Yeah,
1: you know so definitely I think what I really want to say is like The healing process for me, I'm a very positive person. So darkness, I fight it a lot. And it's a blessing in disguise. But don't get me wrong either. I did cry hysterically at least three times since that happened. I did get down to the floor and curled up in a ball and just cried. I needed to because if I didn't, I think I would have drowned.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I would have gone into... Like, I really fight the darkness. I tell my husband all the time... I gotta do something I need to do something and I think maybe this is what's giving birth to the event that I'm trying to do because I want I need to give
0: February 7th 2019 we saw our health provider today she said our due date to meet you is on September 30th God knows how much we love you and need you in our life talk about it
1: talk about it with the person that you trust and you don't feel like you're being judged talk to your mom I know uh, not everyone has a relationship with their mom but this is one space that I feel like you will connect with them um you do have to set the tone you do have to say something like i need to talk to you and i just really need you to hear me out let me put this out there and if you feel like you have something to say um please send it my way give it to me but ask for no judgment from the beginning Mm -hmm. unfortunately we live in a world that we judge every day we criticize every day, so ask for a space of no judgment when you talk about it. Um, speak about it with your partner, if you are with your husband or your boyfriend. Talk to them about it. If that person is not willing to talk, um, write them a letter. Write them a letter and tell them exactly what you need to say. But don't, I would say, don't let it to the point. Don't let it go as far as you not putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it like my, Some people might call it like, I'm putting it out there on the universe. I'm putting it out there just for me to be able to release type of thing. So definitely writing a letter. If the person's not willing to talk, do that. Or even if you just feel more comfortable with writing, then do the writing. Um, I still have, I have some letters that I wrote to my husband during the time that I was mad at him because I just felt like I couldn't talk to him. Wow. Um, my intentions with those letters is to eventually burn them. And let that go. Yeah. And just to move forward because yeah. resentment is not a good thing to hold in your heart. Yeah. That home.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. I think it's
0: I what I'm thinking right now as you're talking is like not everybody's experience is the same. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm a chiyona I'm super emotional and I talk and talk and talk. So for me, even now you know I feel like I will get into my feels and I do have days where I am still angry at the, my partner that mm-hmm. I was with at that time and I'm still working on you know forgiving myself and forgiving him because we weren't in a good place but hearing you talk it's I also want to like shine a light on that is that you had a completely different experience you handled it a completely different way you know you didn't I eventually put it on Instagram because for me, that was part of my healing. For you, it wasn't. And that was okay. It didn't hinder your healing. It didn't hinder your message. It doesn't hinder the way that you and I talk about it. Like, it's just choices. And I think that that's important too because we're all so different, you know. And relationships are so different. And Mm -hmm. I think that hearing a little bit about what was going on with your relationship and how your home was at that time is important too because I think that especially for myself, I speak for myself, but I tend to get caught up in like templates and ideas and what I feel like it should be like. And that ultimately will be what hurts us the most because it doesn't have to look one way. It doesn't have to be one way. Like we really do have to open ourselves up to just filter what's coming to us, but allow flow, you know, allow things to come to us that are meant to come to us in the way that they are meant to come Mm -hmm. to us and develop and and not force them you know like what if you had forced yourself or you and your husband had forced each other to like we need to feel bad like no you didn't you Mm -hmm. understood and you accepted the fact that hey we don't feel bad and this is why and that's perfectly okay for us and aside from that it's a growing thing a Mm -hmm. growing experience for us not to feel a certain way about this because you don't have to it's you feel what you feel And whatever you feel, that's what you feel, you know, like, and that's all it is. And I think that maybe people don't like to talk about miscarriages because they think that they have to feel a certain way. You have to feel bad. You have to cry. You have to, you don't have to do, you don't have to do anything. (laughs) You don't even have to talk about it. But it's just, it's something that when you do talk about it. It can help others. Yeah, you know, and different perspectives for people to hear can help so many people. Because, what if my story was the only one I put on here, and then somebody out there has your type of story and's like, oh shit, I don't feel bad. Mm -hmm. Should I feel that bad? Should I feel that sad? January thirty first, two thousand nineteen. Today we went to the doctors and they did another test i'm so excited and grateful that you chose your dad and me my love today your grandparents found out february 1st 2019 emotional but grateful for you my baby i've been working on healing myself for a year now Mm -hmm. and Especially the part about you and your husband going through it together because I, I feel like I didn't have that. And hearing you talk about it, I, I felt this like noodle come up from like my stomach, from the pit of my stomach up to my throat. And it made me realize, oh, there's something else you need to work on that you haven't healed yet. I'm I'm probably a lot a lot more healed in the idea of like my body wasn't able to retain this child and I've healed the fact the idea that oh you know I lost something and I've never experienced loss before but when you were talking about your partner it was like that's a whole nother side of this mm-hmm. like who was standing next to you when this happened and I, me too like I didn't even afterwards I didn't have the support of, of this man who was supposed to be a partner for me mm-hmm. so I haven't completely healed that and but like hearing you talk about it is a mirror kind of mm-hmm. you're mirroring back to me something that I haven't healed yet mm-hmm. and that's exactly why I think it's important for us to talk exactly. you know and it doesn't have to be like just go off to the corner and yell it out to everybody no. like the way that you did it was like hey you come knocking I'll answer yeah and I'll talk to you about it and sometimes those ways those ways are even more powerful because they're meant to be heard. Yeah. Whoever comes knocking is meant to know that story. How do you stand in your power? How do I stand in my yeah. power? What does that mean to you? Like where do you feel like the most empowered, the most in your power?
1: when I'm helping others um, when I'm helping myself when I'm being productive when I accomplish the things that I say I'm gonna accomplish so I'm no longer and I know when I'm in my power because I, I really am hard on myself when I'm just doing the talk and not the walk mm-hmm. so when I'm not doing just the talk that's that's when I feel like alright I'm doing good. And do you want to share about your Carmen B
0: Fit um, page or any other <laughs> projects that you're sure. working on? Do you feel comfortable doing that? Of course. Okay. So I actually I have feel a like lot going <laughs> I feel like that's where your power is too. Like yeah. I see you shining when you're doing those things. So. Yeah.
1: I have several things going on. The big one is, the, is an event that I've been envisioning for some time now. And I would actually just shared this with Jackie. I showed her. I had a hypnosis meditation that went on back in October 11th of 2018 and I had envisioned myself in my power basically I guess that's what I'm seeing when I see that woman that I drew out um oh well basically what I showed Jackie was a an image that I had envisioned when I went into this hypnosis back when I was doing that hypnosis I didn't know what my where I was going I what I drew out was a woman which at the time I was like this can't be me I don't think this is me. But now when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's me. (laughs) And and she wrote down the date
0: 10, 11, 18. And then she wrote, these are the images that I saw during my manifestation babe hypnosis. The first image on the left looked like a woman standing tall and proud and unfearful. I don't recognize her, but when I told my husband what I saw, he said that it was me. Girl. I know. Mm -hmm -hmm. (laughs) And then right under that, she drew a pair of hands and then the, she wrote, the second image is two hands put together, holding a light, almost star-like. It gave me a good feeling, good sensation. I wanted to hold it and have it and always feel it. So, mm-hmm. now explain it. Because now I feel <laughs> like people have an idea of what's, what we're talking about.
1: Now I'm starting to get get more clarity. Uh, I realized that that woman in that outfit looking bomb as fuck is me. And then it made sense to me. This is what I'm gonna wear for my part, my passion project. So my passion project right now, uh, the East LA girl. That's that's my that's my brand. That's my. When I think of the East LA girl, the reason why I named myself that is because that's where I'm from. I still live here. I've I've left and came back and everything. But I'm really proud of where I'm from. Just take a minute and get grounded because that's one thing that I've been getting that sign a lot. Like get grounded, get grounded. Just remember to to stay grounded and stick to your roots and remember where you're from. The East LA girl serves. That's a reminder that no matter like if you're from Baldwin Park, you're you're a girl from Baldwin Park. You're a girl from West Covina. You're a girl from Burbank. Wherever you're from, like or Long Beach, whatever it is, be proud of where you're from because ultimately that surrounding also built you the women that i am inviting and i want that i want to like come and speak is ultimately women that have served me as a form of power or have reminded me of who i am and or what i'm meant to do so i want to share that with multiple women so that it's not just me it's not just us i want it to be more women that are wanting to rise
0: everybody for joining me on another episode of this series the crown of a mom I hope that we can all send some love to Carmen and her husband and tonight when you all go to sleep say a little prayer for the family and send a message of love out to Marina our angel and with that I hope that I was able to leave a little more secure in your space and a lot less silence in your heart. Until next time, babes. It sounds like magic for you is your community. Yeah. And like the relationships that you hold Mm -hmm. and the connections that you make. And that's how you really feel your magic. Is there any other way that you feel like you experience magic in your life? You start to honor yourself
1: because you're allowed to that's that's your choice. And so don't let anybody and this goes to everybody. Don't let anybody tell you how to talk, how to live. Like you could they can censor it however they want through their ears, but don't live don't filter anything that you're feeling. The true meaning of where your 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 words are coming from like should never be filtered where you have to like sacrifice a piece of you.